0: When we experience failures in life, it can feel like a massive setback, like something bad is happening to us. But I want you to know it's happening for you. You're listening to In It. This is for anyone who is in the trenches, in the process and pursuit of a life fully lived. And I want you to know that I'm with you. I'm your host, Lindsay Plebiak. Let's do this. Today I'm going to talk about the setback of the century. <laughs> the setback that rocked me on another level and uh, everything that I've learned from it. I called it the setback that saved my life because in so many freaking ways, it did. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to talk to you guys about it today and I'm super excited to share. Also, I am sitting here in my office with no notes on this episode. I am free balling this, if you will. (laughs) I am just letting it go free flow. I'm going to just see how it goes just being off the cuff today. So let's ride because I don't have the energy to type notes. So I'm just going to kind of wing it here. But I want to talk about the setback that saved my life. And I think in order for me to do that, I got to take you back to where I was a year ago and uh, talk about who I was then and the stories that I was telling myself at that time and what the reality was that I was currently experiencing. So as you guys know, I've been, you know, building my current business for the last four and a half years, and it's been pretty intense work. And there have been times where I have just been like, wow, this is just really tough. And, you know, with every season that you're working on something, it comes with different challenges or different, you know, obstacles. And I think the important thing to kind of shed light on is when I started this business four and a half years ago, I had absolutely, I had no prior experience to sharing my voice and being on video camera on any social platform, what like I'd never. So all my entire photography career, that was all built through like word of mouth. I absolutely had an Instagram where I shared my photos, but the entire brand that was built by me online was through it was images of other people. So actually I remember one person telling me that she had to actually like search for an image of me because she could not find one of me anywhere. And I certainly didn't use a video at the time to promote my business. It was all word of mouth and I would just share the photos that I would take. So what what I mean by that is I didn't really show who I was and didn't really ever start talking on a camera and using my voice until I hit go that start date five years ago, almost five years ago. And I think the point of what I'm trying to say is the fact that I experienced the growth that I did in that time after never having prior knowledge or never really done sales before, or never been able to like use my voice to communicate. I was pretty astounded at the organic growth that was able to occur despite that. And so that was really powerful. And I think that was something that I took for granted in hindsight, whereas, you know, I was, there was a part of my story where I was like comparing, you know, my results and things like that to other people who had possibly, who had been building online platforms and who had been sharing and, you know, promoting and using the Instagram features and stories and building connections with their audience, using video camera, using photos of themselves for so long. And the truth was, was I had never done that before. And the results that I experienced were pretty powerful straight out the gate. For never having had that back end work put into it, and I didn't really take a moment to acknowledge that it was more so. Well, why aren't I farther along? And I think that's the question that we can always ask ourselves if we're not careful. Why aren't I farther along? Thought that I would be farther ahead by now, and uh, that's kind of the heart of this episode and why I'm talking about it being the setback. Because I think that if we're not careful, we'll absolutely ask those questions. And I, I, I coach a lot of women, and I, you know, I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs and. You know, I hear all the time them saying, you know, I just thought I'd be farther along. I've been putting all this time in, you know, I thought I'd be farther along. And I won't lie to you, that was a story that I also told myself for a really long time. And all I think we can ever do when how we measure that is we have to assess, you know, how are we actually effectively measuring what's farther along? So I guess in one hand, you could be comparing yourself to people that are having like kind of these like, I don't know, they, It maybe you're only seeing like one part of the story and it looks like, oh my gosh, like they just look like they had success overnight. Well, I would argue with you that that's pretty rare. And I would also argue with you that it won't last. You know, it's called One Hit Wonder for a reason, gang. <laughs> it's called One Hit Wonder for a reason. It's because they had one hit, they knocked it out of the park, and that was the end. <laughs> I uh, had somebody share something about me the other day that they said, you know I love Lindsay's story because it's not a fast win story and that could not be more accurate. I'll never sell a fast win story because it's number one, it's not my story. <laughs> and number two, it don't last. It don't last. I don't want to tell you a story that's that's not real. And what I've seen in, in my industry, what I've seen in industries across the boards, you know, even like music and all kinds of things like that. You know, if you have like quick, quick, quick success, you're kind of on a track to not be able to sustain it. And I want to go back to where I was a year ago when I had been working in what I felt was a short time frame. So when I started my business, like I said, it had been now coming up on three and a half, four years of doing the business, three and a half. And in my mind, I had felt that after three years of putting in time, work, energy, all of that, you know, doing the do, trusting the process, all the things, yeah, showing up, giving it my all, I really thought that I would have been where I was trying to go. And a lot of that was comparative because I had heard stories and I had seen examples of others who had done it quote unquote faster than me. And I thought that that was what I should have been doing. I thought, well, if they had done it in this short amount of time, well, surely I should also be able to do that because I, hello, I'm Lindsay Pleviak. I can do anything. <laughs> I can make this happen. I can will myself into this <laughs> and, um, and I, will do it. I'll do it. <laughs> and what I'm specifically talking about is in our company, we have multiple promotional titles. I was one inch away from achieving the top one in our company a year ago. And I had been putting in a lot of work in the behind the scenes and really trying to mentor and really trying to work with other women and really trying to develop them. And, you know, all of those things, all the things that I thought I was supposed to do. Right. And so I was doing it and I was doing it with a pure heart. Like I really was like, I wanted to help them. I wanted them to succeed, but I remember who I was at the time. And I think that this is crucial for anyone that's listening to me, that's in the process of wanting to create something. And you are maybe asking yourself that question, well, why aren't I farther along? When I see, when I see people, and again, this is not just in my industry because I have these conversations with people that are outside of my industry every single day. And so I, when, when, we're asking ourselves the question, I thought I'd be farther along. I thought I would have done it by now. What it, communicates to me straight out the gate is that you have a, there is a limited timeline to what you're trying to execute. I'll say that again. If you're saying to me, why I thought it would have happened by now. I thought it would have happened by now. I thought I would have made it by now. What you're basically communicating, whether you realize it or not, is that there is a limited timeline that you have created for yourself that you feel that your results should be happening in, in a certain amount of time. And again, that can be because of examples that you've seen or stories that you've heard of others that are out there that are making things happen quicker. So it's not just made up in your head. Maybe you've actually seen examples of others that have done things faster, right? And I know that for me, that was really playing into things. So I was coming into like my fourth year and I was just like, all right. Like I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And every single month, like my numbers grew, everything was growing, everything was there. Like all, every, all the evidence was pointing to it. You know, I had developed multiple leaders in our company. I had multiple, you know, be people that were in the places. I had the volume, I had all, everything that I needed. I had everything that I needed in order to make it happen. And, you know, I had, I had tried and then I had missed it by like an inch and then I tried again and then I missed it by an inch. And the whole time I just was like, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. The energy felt so forced, I remember one time I was sitting in my counselor's office and I was talking to her about the promotion. I was talking to her about what I was working towards. (laughs) And I was in the counselor's office because I was under a lot of duress (laughs) emotionally. And I felt like I needed some support because I was really stressed about this and wanting to make it happen. And I remember her looking at me and her saying something to me that was really profound. She said, Lindsay, it almost seems like this goal if it doesn't happen to you, or if it, doesn't, if, if it doesn't happen, that it will like destroy you. She was like, I feel like you need this to happen. Like it's meaning something more than what it actually is. Like you getting this almost means like in order for you to be X, Y, and Z, you must have this thing. And if you don't accomplish it, it feels life or death to you. And she said in the moment, like, could we actually hold space for the fact that you're not like you, like you don't make it happen. Like it it doesn't happen for you. Can we hold space for that? (laughs) And I remember looking at her being like, in that moment, my entire body was so defensive. My entire body was like, what do you mean? it's not going to happen. I have been out here in the streets. Like I have been trying to move the needle. I have been like, let's go. Like I've been giving my time, my energy, my focus, all these things. And she had to make that even a suggestion. It instantly was like, well, of of course I'm going to make it happen. Like it was almost like my brain went to like, wait a minute, there's a possibility that it won't work out for me. What the hell does that mean about me, my time, my energy, whoever? I was really defensive in that session. (laughs) If my counselor's listening to this, thanks. (laughs) Thanks for all the support. (laughs) Because that was a pretty gnarly one. But she was on to something. She was on to something. And that goes back to the person that I was in the process of what I was working towards. And back last spring, there was a life or death element to me needing to achieve a certain thing. Why? Because my the value that I felt about myself as a person, as a leader, as a high achiever, as someone who was committed to wanting to work towards something successful, as someone who wanted to inspire others to be able to accomplish things in life, I felt like if I could not have that title, that somehow I wouldn't have the credibility. If I didn't get the title I wouldn't be a credible person to be able to do the things that I wanted to accomplish. And it felt like without the title, it was almost like everything else that I had already accomplished. I was nothing. Again, let's like walk this back. So over the last three and a half years, go back to that very starting point that I had said, right? Going back to that very starting point where I had basically created this incredible business out of nothing, like truly, like I did not have camera, like camera videos of me talking. I had never used my voice in my entire life until I had shared, Hey, I'm launching my business. I'm getting myself started. I'm using this video for the first time. Okay. There was not even a photo of me on my Instagram. People did not know what I looked like. And the fact that I was able to achieve what I was able to achieve without all of that was profound. And it did set me apart, but I didn't see it because I was chasing a title. I was chasing something that there was this value associated to it. And I thought that in order for me to be taken seriously, in order for me to be heard, in order for me to make impact and influence and to be what I wanted to be, and more importantly, to be seen how I wanted to be seen, I needed that title. And it did feel like life or death that day. This is probably the most vulnerable I have ever had with somebody. And, I, and I'm not going off my notes. I'm like totally winging this. So I'm really glad that you're staying with me, but it was a pretty vulnerable time. And I did, I did in that moment, you know, I did need that. I needed that title. And for her, for it to be even suggested that maybe it wouldn't happen. All she was asking me to do was to hold space for the option that it might not work out. Or if I did not, and she wasn't even saying, Hey hon, if you don't hit it, you don't get the goal in a certain time frame; It don't mean you ain't going to get it. She was just implying like, what if you miss it this month? Like, what if you don't achieve it in this time frame that you have set for yourself? It wasn't even saying like, this is never happening for you. But in my mind, it was so life or death because of what I, ha- I had attached my value to that. I had attached my value to something outside of myself. And it did feel life or death. I want to tell you about who I was in that time. this is really vulnerable. This is really vulnerable. We're just going there today, man. We're going there. But I'm going to, I'm going to tell you who I was in that time. So when I was working towards this, I think I was struggling with some of the greatest insecurity that I might've ever walked. I look back at videos of myself and I see my face and I see the person in those photos and those pictures And I see someone who is just trying so hard to be something that they thought they needed to be. And it's so vulnerable for me to say that to you because I pride myself on being somebody that's not a follower. I pride myself on being somebody that beats to their own drum. And I pride myself on my authenticity and somebody that has deep integrity that tries very, very, very hard to just be honest and true to themselves. And it's hard for me to say this today, and I'm getting a little emotional, because I see how I, even as strong as I thought I was, I fell fell down to an idea of who I thought I was supposed to be. And that's really hard for me to admit to you, but I have to be honest with you, because if I'm gonna help you, I gotta tell you where I was. And I look at these photos and videos of myself, and I see this girl who's sad, who's sad. I was drinking more than I ever drank, in my life in that season. I was really overweight. I had gained a lot of weight. I wasn't exercising at all. I wasn't prioritizing myself. I was staying up late, working crazy hours, just it just consumed. I wasn't sleeping well. And I almost too w- see myself hiding behind, you know, filters and I had fake eyelashes and nails and stuff. And listen, this ain't it. This listen. You want to rock your fake eyelashes, girl? You better rock them. You want to you want to have your nails done weekly? You better rock them, girl. But listen. I am not that person. <laughs> and that's okay. This is who I am. I'm not the person that wants to 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 have like that type of beauty maintenance. And the reason I'm telling you that story is because I was operating outside of someone who was true to me. If that's who you are, you better own it. You better rock it. You better own who you are. And you better wear those eyelashes, girl. And you better you better get your nails done, girl. And you better go for it. And you better use those filters if that's what you love. But that wasn't me. And I look at those videos and photos of me and I don't see me. I see this watered down, translucent half version of me. And I have to draw it back to what I was striving for they're connected. Whether I want to admit it or not, they're connected. And it was almost as as if the more and more I tried to be what I thought I needed to be, the further and further I got away from my peace. But I was so far in that, you know, I, I don't think I was thinking as clearly at that time. And where it actually got, where it all came to a head was the month that I actually believed I was in striking distance of achieving the goal. And I remember it had taken pretty much all of my mental space the entire month. I had missed it. I had come so close. Yeah. I had come so close a couple of times and I had missed it and fallen down. I said, okay, I'm gonna get back up that next month. I'm gonna keep going after it. I'm not going to stop. Like I'm not going to stop three feet from gold. (laughs) I'm not going to stop right before the finish. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm going to do this. 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 And then I got literally, literally guys, I got right to the line where I was like, this is in the freaking bag. Like I, this is it. I had people coming up to me. I had people coming up to me being like, oh my God, they were already celebrating me. And I was getting anxious. I was like, listen, like this isn't done yet. Like it's not, but they were, they were like, oh yeah, Linz, like you've got this. Like this is happening. I had people already celebrating me. I had people bringing me flowers and I hadn't even done it. It hadn't even finished yet because there was so much certainty that it was happening. It was so certain. The numbers were there, The what I needed was there. Everything was there. And within that last 30 minutes, I missed it. I missed it. By a thread, a strand of hair, a whisper. (laughs) It honestly didn't even make sense to me how. It didn't even make sense to me how. And that's what racked my brain the most was how did that just happen? Because everything pointed to this this is happening. And I go back to what my counselor said. She said, I feel like if if you miss this, it might it might take you down. And it did, baby. <laughs> it took me down. It took me way down. I called this episode the setback that saved my life because even though I went down and I went down really hard, I spent the next 12 months realizing that somewhere along the lines... I had gone horribly wrong in my pursuit of who I felt that I was. When I say I'd gone horribly wrong, I realized that that girl that was kind of hiding behind those filters and all of that, that that wasn't me. And moreover, the energy that I was operating in was not me. I kind of lost myself, if I can be honest with you. And that's what's sad and hard. And it was a setback. It was a big one. So I spent the next 12 months. I spent like the first couple of months miserable, sick, frustrated. I can do anything. How could I not do this? I pride myself on that sometimes. I can I can make anything happen. I can do this. I. I, I can set my mind to anything and I can accomplish it. Well, <laughs> not this time. <laughs> and it rocked me a little bit. It really did. And I spent those next three months kind of just in a fog because all I wanted, all I wanted was to be seen as somebody with success. All I wanted was that title to be taken seriously. I thought that I needed that in order to be who I wanted to be. I was putting my worth outside of myself, and somehow that had just gotten ripped away from me. And now my worth was gone. And now I was just a puddle of failure. At least that's how I chose to see it. And then with more reflection, I realized that this was not the way that I wanted to continue on. I shared a lot about that burnout episode. So much burnout came from that. But more so what came from it was just this awareness of just how far I had drifted away from who I was, what I set out to accomplish, how I was showing up, and how I was using my God-given life. And I spent those next 12 months grieving a lot of things. I had to make a lot of shifts that were tough to make, to get myself out of an environment that encouraged behavior like that. And to really start moving in a direction, into a direction of sustainability, mind, body, soul, work, and leave striving behind. That was really ultimately what those 12 months gave me. I needed to move away from striving and I needed to move into sustainability. Mind, body, soul, work. Sustain, sustain, sustain. And to move myself back into a place of recognizing that my timelines are mine. God's timelines are his. I don't know if you're a faith-filled person And this isn't a faith-filled podcast, (laughs) but I call that the setback that saved my life. Because if I had kept on that track, oh my God, I think about all the things that I would have missed out on. I think about all the lessons that I wouldn't have learned. I think about all the experiences that wouldn't have been able to happen. And I would never have been able to talk to you the way I'm talking to you right now. There's no way that I could have communicated this message to you. There's no way that I could talk to you in this capacity. There's no way that I could have been able to impart an ounce of wisdom if I had not taken that setback and recognized that there was more work to be done in me in that time. My ego had to burn. And I thought that I had let a lot of your pride go. <laughs> But man, did I realize, did I realize in all of that time, just how much I needed to kind of die to self. And over the last 12 months, I've learned something really valuable about setbacks. They're usually just setups, but we don't see them that way we see them as failure. We see them as it's not working. We see it as I suck. We see it as I can't do this. We we start internalizing these stories about what setbacks look like because our timeline isn't lining up to what we thought it should have been. You want to know what friend, if you've missed something, it was probably protection. If you've missed something that you were working hard towards, or if it hadn't happened yet, I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably for your best interest. Because if I had succeeded as that person, my God, I would never have been able to succeed as this person. I would never have been able to succeed as this person talking to you today. I hope you hear the passion in my voice because some of you got to wake up from the stupor of failure and setback and you got to realize that your timeline, your story is in process. It's being built right now, but you're missing it because you're frustrated that you haven't gotten what you wanted yet. I'm telling you, if you haven't gotten what you wanted yet, it's for protection. It's for a future promotion. It's because the process ain't done yet for your true mission to be accomplished, for your true message to be executed, for what you're trying to do. There's still more work that must happen. And all that you wrestle with is just you wrestling with a timeline that's not your own anyway. You got to surrender that. You got to surrender it. And I tell you what, If you don't, (laughs) it's going to hurt way worse. It's going to hurt way worse. I've spent the last 12 months recognizing that those setbacks were the ultimate setups for me to be able to succeed now in this season. Let me make something very clear to you. I, in no way, am encouraging anyone to back away from achieving what they want to seek out to accomplish. I'm in no way communicating a message today that says, hey, just throw that in the towel. It ain't it. As I referenced in my very first episode about burnout, it ain't the thing. It's the way you do the thing, which is why I told those stories to you. Because those stories, what were, was what was killing me, not the thing, not the time. It was the pressure I had put on myself to execute it in the timeline, because I thought that that's what I should have done. I thought that that's what I had to do to be, to be somebody. Maybe you're right now listening to me also feeling that way. Maybe you feel like if you don't make it, quote unquote, in a certain amount of time, that it ain't gonna happen for you. I wanna tell you something. There's a message that comes out that's a lie. It's called success, love, speed. No, it's not. That's not true. If you've ever heard someone say success, love, speed, they're lying to you. That's not real. Success, there's no one that I respect that is successful that had success overnight. There might be people that experienced fast success, do you want to know something? I, they don't have my respect. If you have built something that lasts, that's going to be something that's going to take some time, friend. It's going to take time. It's like my husband and I always make this joke to each other. We always laugh. We make this joke to each other all the time. It's like, do you want one marshmallow now or do you want two later? <laughs> There's a handful of people that want one marshmallow now, but they could have two later. They just have to wait. You're still getting your marshmallow. You're still getting where you're trying to go. And in fact, you're even getting more than you were originally. We say that to each other all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm okay for two later. <laughs> I'm okay for two later. I wanted to share a couple stories too about you know timing and we think we have a limited time to achieve something. And if we don't hit it in a certain amount of time, it doesn't mean that we're not gonna have what we want. I think that that's a common belief that a lot of people experience. They're like, I'm afraid to get old. I'm afraid I won't... <laughs> Some of the most successful people that I know, some of the most successful people that I know are are over 40. (laughs) Like minimum, minimum, over 40. Like, do you understand that building your foundation is like all of your 20s and all of your 30s? Just building your foundation. I am building a foundation right now. I had a conversation. With a good friend of mine, where I kind of shared with her like my business plan for the next like five years. And again, I hang on to these things loosely, but I recognize that I'm only in the beginning stages, even with this launch of what I want to try to accomplish in the next four years, five years. Like I see things playing out the way I want them to play out when I'm 40, not like next year. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like good things take time, gang. But what my bigger lesson is today is why win? Why win? In your stories of not being who you are, like why win? Why why do you want to win and experience the success in the burnout and in the in the I'm not good enough and in the like, well if I don't if I don't get this it's gonna you know kill me. Why do you want success like that when it could come from at such a cost? When you could also when you could flip it all on its head and you could say you know what like I'm here for that process. I'm here for this time. I'm here to get so good without all that inner struggle. Not to say that you won't have your days. Not to say that you won't have those times where those thoughts come up because that's just who we are. That's how, how people are. But why do we think that if we don't accomplish something in a short season of time that it's just, it's not there for us? Somebody that I love is Sia. I adore her. Sia is God, her music. It's unbelievable. She, her songs rock my mind. And I listen to them and I just find myself lost in her music. Her stuff is so good. You want to know what I found out the other day? She didn't have her number one single pop off until she was 41. It was Chandelier. She was 41 when that song hit number one, 41. And think about all that she's done since then. Again, Kate Bush, what the heck? That woman created that song in 1985, having no clue what was coming for her. She simply created her art. She said, I'm gonna create this song. This is what I wanna create. It's good enough. Maybe she struggled with it. Maybe she was fearful, but she put it, on, she put it out there for the, on the line. She saw success when it came, but nothing compared to the success that she saw in 2022. She could have never have known that that was waiting for her. And some of you guys today are so tight up in the in the minutia of 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 your timeline, it's so close to your face that you've lost long-term perspective. And the stories that you tell yourself are wearing you down so hard that you're never even going to get to the future because you're going to lose the dream way 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 too soon. I had to tell you about where I was so that I could tell you where I am now. Still absolutely working. Still very much committed to goals. Still very much committed to what I want to make happen. But now I know something that I want to impart to you today is that I don't need that title to know that I am who I am. I didn't know that last year. Just literally 12 months ago, maybe a little bit more. It was probably about 16 now at this time. 16 months ago, I didn't know that. 16 months ago, I felt like I needed that title to 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 be somebody. Doesn't mean that I'm not working for the title anymore. I am. I would love to achieve that. But I understand that it's all right if my if my timeline's a little longer. I'm okay. If we all cross the finish line first or last or second or whatever, what does it matter as long as we get there? My whole message is I want to help you get there. You're not going to get there if you're constantly chasing your worth. It's not going to happen. There's got to be a way to be grounded in what you're doing, to be grounded and okay with that it might take you longer. And that's all right. It doesn't mean anything about you. It just means that, yeah, it's going to take you a little bit longer. It's okay. Y'all ever heard the story of tortoise and the hare? (laughs) You know, the hare ran. He ran hard and fast. And you know what? The tortoise beat him because he was tired and he laid down. And the tortoise that went slower, you know, he was okay to go slow. He went a little bit slower. He, he wasn't struggling with his confidence, you know? He just had his eyes on what he was working towards and he got there anyway. And that's what I want to give to you today is that sometimes the setbacks in your life that you say, you know, everything's against me. This isn't working you know, I'm, why can't I work this out? Like everything's going wrong. Sometimes what I've found in my experience is that the harder I fight to make it happen, the more I delay my result. If I could just be at peace, knowing that the work I'm doing, trusting that the work I'm doing, trusting in myself, trusting that I have what it takes, trusting in my timeline, trusting that there's a reason that my story's taking more time. Maybe there's a reason to this. How do I know what's coming? I don't I don't know what's coming. I just am sure to show up today with the with the trust of knowing that I, I'm on the right path. Some of you need to adopt that and let that be enough for today. Let that be enough to guide you as to what you're working towards and know in full confidence that you're that person today and that you're working towards those titles, but you don't need that title to be who you're trying to be today. Work from that place and watch it go quicker. <laughs> You know, watch it go more smoothly, rather. I'm finding the peace that I have in this season. And when I look at myself in the mirror and I see the person looking back at me, I see myself. I see me. I see Lindsay. I see Lindsay Pleviak in the mirror. There she is. And I put those pictures beside each other and they're almost irrecognizable. I have so much grace. I have so much grace. I have so much grace for, for, for that version of me a year ago. I was doing the best I could with what I had, and what I had been handed. But sometimes your setbacks are setting you up for who you're going to become, but you're missing it. You're missing it. You're up too close. You got to back off. You got to zoom out. You got to look at the big picture. You're looking at like the next 20 days. You need to, you need to look at the next 20 years. You need to understand that, that you're building your foundations. Foundations, you know, a house on the sand. What do we know about it? It blows down you might be able to get it up faster, but you know, you got to get that foundation laid laid in the ground. Be okay with building a firm foundation. Be okay that this is a 20-year process. Invite that in. Can you? Because if you're saying, why isn't this happening? Like, why didn't, why aren't I there yet? It's just showing me that you're operating out of a timeline that isn't your own. And when you can release that and recognize that you're on your path and trust it? Yeah, sure. Maybe there's things to reevaluate. Sure, maybe there's pivots to make. Yeah, maybe there's you know, different different things to evaluate. I'm not saying like disregard your process, like assess your process. You know, maybe there's things to tweak, maybe there's things to do differently. But if it's really just about timing and things going wrong or failures or, or looking into these setbacks as like meaning something about you, that's what I'm trying to tell you today. A lot of this is just a setup. up. There's no way that if I had succeeded last year, that this, that I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> I think about all the things that have come out of that loss and I wouldn't have traded it for nothing. Now that I have both perspectives, I could have had that win, that quick win, even though, even though I had put that time in, I was putting that work in. When I think back on it, it would have been a quick win even though in the moment it didn't feel quick to me. It would have felt quick. And then what that tells me is that it would not have lasted. I know that it wouldn't have lasted. So yeah, I lost. I fell. I hit the deck. I failed, but I won. I won so much more than I lost. I gained so much more than I thought was possible. And now I have the tools to sustain me for that longer, bigger vision still working towards what I'm working towards, still very focused, still very committed, but I'm okay with my timeline now. There's so much peace and freedom in releasing that, knowing I appoint myself today as being enough. I appoint myself today as being experienced. I appoint myself now that I have what it takes and it's gonna come. It'll come on it's right time and I'll trust that. I'll trust it. And man, so much more peace, so much more peace. And I want you to experience that. Stop looking at your setbacks as what's happening to you. Start looking at them as what's happening for me. It's going to change everything for you, friend. I want to close with a message that I got from a listener the other day that was just really cool to see. I'm going to read it to you. She said, I want to say how incredibly happy I am for you. Watching you transform over the past year has been amazing to see. I've been following you for about four years, and a while back, I noticed a shift that didn't feel like you, even though I don't know you personally. It was kind of like, where'd the LP go that I first followed? And I'm so, so, so happy to see you back to being you. I hope you don't take any offense to what I said about going through shifts, but I just want you to know that this is the LP that we all need in our lives. She's the best. Sending love always. You're inspiring. Gang, stop looking at your setback as what's happening to you. Start recognizing that that setback is the thing that's going to propel you forward.